New to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is your place for honest answers. Naturally Savvy with registered holistic nutritionist Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. Andrea is away today because she is at Expo West. Now, if you don't know about Expo West, it is awesome. It is the largest natural products place where everything is there. She comes back. I get to hear what's not, what's hot, what's not, all the in-between. Is coconut still the rage? What about paleo? What about these vegan bars? So I'm extremely jealous. So I thought, okay, what can I do to have some fun of my own? Well, what's one of my favorite products? Devil's Envy Spice. So I have the founder of this company. We're going to be talking about spice. We're going to be talking about being an entrepreneur. We're going to talk about everything and anything under the sun. Hey, Michael. Hey, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me back here. I, uh, I, I'm thrilled that you love Devil's Envy so much that it's become one of your favorites. Thank you so much. It's a real pleasure oh, and yes. honor. Well, we all love it. Just the big thing is don't try it plain because Michael sent me some because <laughs> Michael and I have been friends for a long time and I just stuck it in my mouth and I turned red and my face was sweaty. And my daughter's like, I'm not trying that, mommy. <laughs> I mean, there's no skull and crossbone or Grim Reaper on the label, but but yes, caution to the wind. Do not put a teaspoonful in your mouth at any one time. (laughs) That could lead to problems like numb lips. (laughs) That's true. Although my husband piles it on like it's nobody's business, but he has a higher tolerance for for hot and spicy. But, you know, speaking of the expo, um, it's funny. I asked my husband this morning. I said, next year I'm going. I never go. I know it's a schlep, it's a pain, but I'm going. And he's like, okay, because I gave him a year's notice. So, and by the way, Michael, we should talk because you should be going there with your one fantastic Devil's Envy because chili peppers are healthy. We've done shows on this before. They have a lot of good health benefits. They're included in my upcoming book, Clean Eating, Dirty Sex. We actually talk about your Devil's Envy. It's in some of the recipes created by the wonderful Aaron McDonald, who is the RDN for Clean Eating Magazine and their Cleaning Academy. And so, you know, it's a healthy product. So let's talk about this. How did this come into being? Uh, spices is uh, one of those things that has been a family staple forever. I, I joked about it forever that it was in my mother's milk. And, and I, you know, mm-hmm. again, I, I just my earliest recollections is that it was always on the table, uh, more so than the salt and pepper shaker. And as a family, you know, you, you, you kind of eat you know, what's been out there, the canned varieties of things, the jalapenos and the chipotles, and, and it's all very good. Um, but we, you know, I guess our, our our tolerance for heat has also increased over the years, and, and we were looking for something that was a little spicier uh, with a lot more flavor. So we, we love the hints of smokiness in the, jalap- in the chipotles, but we just needed something kicked up a notch from the traditional jalapenos. And, and my aunt one day just created this uh, spice and said, you know, let's, let's, let's try this. And, you know, it's been more than 20 years ago and we've stuck with it uh, since then. So we've been making this for personal consumption and friends and family. So it's like the, you know, the, the protected stock uh, for, for about 20 years, more than 20 years. And uh, we love it. And it, and it just pairs so nicely with everything. Again, as I joked before, there's no skull and crossbone or, or Grim Reaper on it, so it's not going to kill you. We're not we're not out for the highest Scoville Units Awards. We're, it's not about that. It's about what can I put on my table, what can I put in my food that's going to enhance flavors, add lots of heat with some great flavors. 
And Devil's Envy, which is a name we came up with a couple of years ago, um, that seems to be that product. And and like I said, everyone who's tried it absolutely uh, loves it like you and uh, your husband. So, yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> it's been yeah, great. Yeah, it's good stuff. Well, since this is naturally savvy, I want to talk about some of the benefits. So there is a, a compound that pro- people have probably heard of called capsaicin. And yes. the capsaicin, I, I was reading this, that early studies show that it's antibacterial, uh, it's an analgesic. It has anti-diabetic properties. That's really good to know. Uh, so the analgesic is, is a pain reliever. And I think, don't they have some on the market that have some kind of capsaicin in it? Isn't there one called capsaicin or something like that? Or do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Michael? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's funny. Capsaicin is a, uh, you know, it, it's right there in Mother Nature. It, it's found in these hot yeah. peppers. And that's actually what it does, you know, give the heat. It's the chemical in the pepper that gives the heat. It does have analgesic properties and anti-inflammatory properties. There are creams out there that you can apply topically, uh, which has capsaicin extract in it just for that purpose. You can find it at your local uh, market. And, and so if you can eat this stuff and just get it on a regular basis, I'm, I'm, I think, you know, it helps just reduce, you know, inflammatory, you know, uh, uh, you know, problems throughout your body, uh, you know, from injury, from, from exercise and things like that. And, and again, I mean, I just, it's just been such a wonderful product all along uh, with these wonderful health benefits and the health benefits are beyond capsaicin. I mean, it's, it's all the vitamins and the minerals and all those other really good stuff in there that you need in, in a naturally, uh, in a, in a, in a healthy balanced uh, diet. Yeah, it's so true. You know, Andrea and I are both entrepreneurs. You're an entrepreneur. I want to talk a little bit about that because there's a lot of people out there listening naturally savvy and maybe they have their own business or they want to start their own business. So t- give us some some pointers on that and, and some of the challenges, some of the joys, some of the frustrations. Just tell it like it is. Tell it like it is. So, so you know, the, the, the grass is always greener on the other side. You know, when you're working <laughs> for the man, you know, the, you know somebody, yeah. and you're getting your steady paycheck, the grass is always greener. It says, well, I want to be my own business. I want to be my own boss because I can make my own hours and flexible. I can do my own thing. And while that's true, there are also, uh, you know, pitfall things that you need to be looking out for. I mean, the hustle is on every day. Um, you're, you're working non-traditional hours. Uh, yes, you get to make your own schedule, but sometimes the demands of the job exceed nine to five, right? So, so typically my day could start anywhere from six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning at my desk in front of my computer. It means that I've already had my first cup of coffee, so I have to wake up and, and, you know, sometimes my days don't end until seven, eight o'clock at night. Uh, and then, you know, maybe on the weekends, now don't get me wrong. It's not every day that that happens. Sometimes, you know, I knock off at three o'clock in the afternoon and I feel great. I was like, you know what I'm going to do today? You know what? I think I'm going to go, you know, for, for, you know, pick up my son. We're going to go out for, for a late lunch or an early dinner or something. I mean, you know, so, so you do have some flexibilities. The reward is, uh, you know, something that I appreciate as an entrepreneur much more. I recently had a conversation with somebody I was working with, uh, some time ago back in the hospital and, uh, you know, he said, so, so, do you want a job? Do you, do you, want, do you want to come back, you know, work in the hospital? I'm like, you know what? I'm so past that. I am so happy. <laughs> um, but you have to worry about your own uh, paychecks, right? So so one day, you know, one week or two weeks may go and, and, and nothing came in. But in that third or fourth week, you know, you've, you've brought in a big chunk of dollars that will kind of even it out. So budgeting is a big deal. 
health benefits is a big deal. You know, all those things that you take for granted when you work for somebody uh, now becomes, you know, your your own headache or your own, you know, thing to, to look out for. So you become your own human resource department. You become your own accounting department. You become your own uh, operations department and, and the brain behind <laughs> it. You know, you have to have some of the technical knowledge. So that there's a lot that goes into it. But at the end of the day, there there is, uh, you know, tremendous personal gain, uh, personal uh, um uh, you know, feeling that you've you've worked so hard and and everything that you've done is for you and your family, and so that's you know what keeps me going, what keeps me pushing, um, you know, whether it's any one of my businesses, and so it's uh, oh, you know it's just it's it, it's a constant hustle, but it's great. There's you know my catchphrase for for the for the entrepreneurs out there that there 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 is no equity like sweat equity. I mean, if if you're not working hard and sweating. Chances are you're going to say, you know what, it really wasn't what it wasn't all that it was crapped up to be, um, you know. And so, so that's it. You got to work it hard. I mean, that's the bottom line. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's funny because it brings us back to the expo, which is, you know, all of those companies started out as an idea, right? And they all had to start somewhere, whether maybe it was in their kitchen or it was a family recipe, and they wanted to market it and make it big. And there was a there was something that they had to have that burning desire no no joke intended for the devil's envy <laughs> but they have to have yeah, that, you gotta have right? the fire have, inside there's no question have the fire inside <laughs> just don't eat a teaspoon just a little bit uh no but you have to have the fire inside and and so what do you recommend to people like let's say they you know they go to the expo or they've heard about it or they're listening now and they're like oh gosh you know i have this uh amazing marinade and oh my gosh everybody when i have them over and i always serve it their minds are blown and they want to do it. What are some first steps? What are some like practical, you know, it's kind of boring, but what are like the things you need to look into, you know, like a, uh, what is it? Industrial kitchens or things like that. Like any pro- health right. products. So, so to do make. anything, you have to do things on a, on a, on a, you know, at a commercial level, all it is said, re- sell retail. You need to do things yeah. at a commercial level, but, but take a step back for a second. There's no shortage of great ideas out there. And, and, you know, I have a great idea, but, but, you know, whether there's long-term success here, you know, who knows, but, but you, you hope, and it's that fire, that hope that, that keeps you pushing forward. My, my first recommendation for anyone who's seeking to try out a new product is, is get yourself a, a mentor, somebody who you can talk to because it may be an industry that you're not familiar with. There may, it may be an industry that's completely foreign to you. Like me, uh, you know, I had, I would say the luxury because it was like a really bad time in my life, you know, where I was dealing with a major injury. I was literally laid up uh, on my feet and I had nothing to do. And so my brain, you know, rather than getting atrophied like the rest of my body, you know, was on hyperdrive. You know, what can I do to be productive? What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And, and so I learned a completely new industry in that year that I was, you know, off my feet. Uh, and that was the food service industry. And, and so I had the luxury of time, but what I didn't have was a mentor, somebody I can turn to and say, you know, who's done it before and say, you know, what do you think? Now, that, you, know, and this, you know, people generally don't charge for those kind of things, but there are also, you know, companies out there who can charge to help you along with the, you know, with your idea, you know, to get it from yeah. inception to the shelves. Um, there's, there's no easy strategy and it's not one size fits all. Um, someone told me, someone I spoke with, you know, said there's, there's, there's something like 17,000 new products a year for, for, for the retail oh market. Gosh. And wow. every year there's 17,000 products that leave the market. <laughs> so that's just a, a huge <laughs> turnover. And there's a certain equilibrium wow. that you have to, you know, contend with, you know, so, so, 
You know, uh, what's the answer? Like the answer is fine. Say it again. Sorry to interrupt. It sounds like restaurants, right? Like so many clothes. Yeah, you know, so I, I mean, here in New York up. City, you know, we exactly. I mean, we we are, you know, blessed, uh, I guess, so to speak, in New York City, where it's it's like the the hub for for restaurants, and and there's no. We were we were talking about yesterday when we were in Manhattan, and we're like, oh my god, there's like nine restaurants per block. I mean, on each side of the blocks, there's like eighteen, you know, per block. And so, as a tourist, you're coming into this place, you know, how do you find? You know, restaurants do you want to eat to? Like, you know, do you, do you go to one of these social media sites? Do you ask recommendations? There's so many to choose from. And, yeah, they close up every day. There's another restaurant closing up. There was one by me. We were, we were planning on going out. Up, oh, it closed up. Not because the food wasn't good. Mm. You know, maybe sure. the business model wasn't working out. There's so many variables that go into running a business. Uh, and then when it's foreign to you and or it's not new to you, you know, again, the best thing to do to – ensure success or give you your greatest chance for success is, is hooking up with somebody as a mentor. And I'm happy, you know, to offer myself to any of your listeners, you know, I mean, if they, if they want to shoot me an email or shoot me a message, you know, I'm happy to give advice. I mean, obviously my days are busy, but, but, you know, I always needed that. And so it's kind of like that, you know, pay it forward kind of thing. You know, I, I, I've been through oh, yeah. some of those trenches. I've learned lots of valuable lessons, some that cost me money, some that just cost me time. I guess time is money. <laughs> you know, but yeah. <laughs> you, you make these mistakes and it, it would be so great if you could just kind of turn to somebody and say, hey, what do you think? Oh, yeah, that would be. And, you know, I want to go back. You had said businesses earlier, because I think when you're first starting, I mean, you're an amazing entrepreneur because you completely work for yourself. But there are people who when you're first starting out, it's OK to have your nine to five. Right. I mean, a lot of times you need to. It's it's risky, isn't it? To just be like, OK, I'm going to admit, you know, my marinade's going to sell like hotcakes and then just quit your job. Like it's OK to do that until it takes off or figure out something else or start. You know, I mean, you're doing multiple businesses. That's incredible. Thank you very much. I don't know. I, I would describe myself as amazing, but you know, thank you very much. <laughs> you know, maybe your listeners will think so. Uh, right. So, so there is no uh, prescription as to when is the right time to get into this uh, head first uh, and, and do it full time. And so, so when I opened up my first business, which is a medical education business, I was working full time. Um, you know, somewhere else. And, and, you know, there came a point where I said, okay, I really need to start dedicating more of my time if I want to make this business grow. And, you know, some circumstances, you know, presented themselves and, uh, you know, I was able to do that all the while, you know, just, it wasn't enough to keep me going. Yes. It was bringing in a few bucks. I had a couple of partners and, and, you know, I was, I was really, you know, coddling the business and trying to make it grow and develop. And, uh, but it wasn't enough. I mean, my, my days were incomplete. And, and so a friend of mine had asked me to join forces with him and help him with his business, which is a general contracting business. And, uh, you know, I, I sat with him for about six, seven, maybe eight months. Uh, and I actually learned more than he did, you know, while I was with him, which I, I guess for me was fantastic because I, I made so many connections and it just seemed so natural uh, and I really enjoyed it. And I said, okay, you know what? I think I'm going to open up my own general contracting business. And so, you know, there's all kinds of things, whether it's the food industry or, or, or a contracting business, there's so many unique things to each independent, you know, area, uh, you know, between licenses and insurances that you really need to get familiar with and the lingo and, and, you know, governing bodies. So when I was in the hospital, you had your ACGME, which is, Accreditation Council of Graduate Medical Education, and they're the governing body for, for any teaching program, whether it's a residency or fellowship. 
uh, in contracting business, you have the Department of Buildings, and uh, you know, I mean, so 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 everything has a governing thing. In the food service industry, it's the Department of Health and Department of Agricultural Markets, and each one has their own requirements. And so, if you, as an entrepreneur, if you think about a business, you really need to understand what all that is. And if you don't even know that it exists, you know, how could you learn about it? And so that's why I come back to this, you know, key thing is is find yourself a mentor. Uh, you know, somebody that you can talk to and bounce ideas off, um, you know, not that they're going to steal anything, but that they're going to help you because some people are just, you know, out there to help other people. You know, it's, you know, entrepreneurship is a wonderful thing. Small business, you know, accounts for some ridiculous percentage of, of the workforce in, in this country. And if you can't help each other, uh, you know, what are you doing? You're, you're living in solitude. And, and so that's just kind of been my philosophy. Um, but, uh, yeah, thank you. So those are three very independent, three very different mm-hmm. governing bodies associated with them, <laughs> um, and a whole host of fun. I mean, uh, you know, you, oh, you, you're in radio. I mean, it's a completely different, uh, business. Yes. I mean, you, you have your FCC regulation, you have your other regulations, you know, you tell me, you know, what, what's the right prescription or the right, uh, time to go into something head first. You know, when you see that opportunity yeah. or the need to grow, uh, and you can't do it during your full-time gig. You know, working nights and weekends just isn't enough anymore to cultivate it. You know, then you need to make a serious consideration. You know, do you take on a partner? Or do you take on? Do you take it on full-time? Um, and and that's different for everybody. Again, there's no prescriptive approach. Yeah, that's true. You know, I'm curious about uh, farmers markets for people who have. Let's go back to the the person with the incredible marinade. Uh, <laughs> I want to find that marinade. Maybe I should create it. Because yeah. uh, that yeah. was something that, that you did, right? Farmer's markets or other types of places, would, would you say? Like maybe an art Yeah, farmer? so, so farmer's markets are one of those things that, uh, you know, when you are building a brand and testing your product, you know, farmer's markets are the place to go where you just kind of pay for, you know, a little table space. You know, usually it's like a little mm-hmm. 10 by 10 space and you pay a few bucks. And you get to showcase and sell your product there. Uh, for us, you know, was it the right venue? I, you know, I forget about the sales component. You know, it, it, it just wasn't, you know, for me, it wasn't my interest. I think for most people, when you're building a brand, I think it, it's the right thing to do. You really got to get out there and hustle a little bit, spend your weekends uh, and time. But but because we have these other ventures, these other businesses, Spending, you know, a Saturday or Sunday out there just wasn't in our cards. You know, I, I can't dedicate mm-hmm. eight to six or eight to seven on a Sunday uh, because other things will, will suffer. So it's for us, it's very tricky. And, and we still haven't figured out that right balance between what to do and what not to do. Uh, and I think sometimes, you know, a business or if you have multiple business, one of the businesses will suffer as a result of that. Um, you know, I answer my phone, my cell phone, and, and at any given time, it could be anyone in any of the three businesses, and then I, you, you wonder, how do you answer the phone? You know, <laughs> it's, it's a crapshoot sometimes. And then you get the, you know, the, the wonderful robocalls, you know, like, you know, I don't even want to answer those calls, but, but you never know when it's, when, it's, when it's a customer, when it's, uh, you know, a prospective client or, or, or something along those lines. Because we have an international reach, and so, so I can't turn down, you know, any of those wackadoo numbers that you get on your cell phone, you know. <laughs> you know, see, I'm lucky I can. 
Michael, the time went by so quickly, but I'm so glad that we were able to talk about this because I think that's something that we haven't done before naturally. So we talk about what do you have a product? How do you bring it to market? What are some things that you want to do? And next year, maybe you can come with me. We can go to Expo West together. That would be super fun. I think the the Expo would be fantastic. And and by next year, we will probably be ready for it. And we've actually gotten our invitation, you know, for this year, but but we we just weren't ready as a company. And and so we, we are hoping that by next year, we will be. Uh, and, and we look forward to it. We'd love uh, to, to be there. <laughs> uh, wouldn't it be great? There's also an Expo East as well, which for some reason I keep missing that one. That one's in the fall. So maybe we'll be ready in the fall. We'll have to see. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening. You can learn more about Michael if you go to devilsenvyspice.com devilsenvyspice.com. You can order there, right, Michael? And you'll send it yes, uh, all you can over the online. US. We have a great online retail store for you. Oh, fantastic. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we say goodbye? We're all over social media. You can uh, check us out on uh, Twitter and Facebook. Uh, just plug in Devil's Envy Spice and uh, you'll find it. Happy to uh, get any messages from any of your listeners. Uh, if I can help uh, you know, research uh, an area for you or, or provide some mentorship in any way, happy to do it because every starting business uh, should have one. Oh, terrific. Well, Michael, I want to thank you so much. If people want to learn more about what I'm up to, more about Naturally Savvy, you can go to itsyourhealthwithlisadavis.com and you can check out all my shows, all the Radio MD shows, plus It's Your Health. And you can actually go check out the show I'm going to be on, the TV show uh, this fall. It's called Reversed. It's all about helping people with diabetes. Super excited about that. So be sure to check it out. I want to thank everyone again. Thank you, Michael, and stay well.